0: Josh, Welcome to Discuss, part five of our Rooted Series. This week, Katie and Josh continue our discussion about the meaning deeping. of Christmas. Whom angels greet with anthems sweet, while shepherds watch our keeping. This, this is Christ the King, whom shepherds guard and angels sing days to bring him Lord the babe the son of Mary the Christ the son of God why lies he in such mean a state where rocks and ass are feet? Christian fear for sinners here, the silent word is pleading. Nail spears shall pierce him through, the cross be born for me, for you. Hail, hail the word made flesh, the babe, the son of man christ the son of god so bring him incense gold and myrrh come peasant king to own him the king of kings salvation brings let loving hearts enthrone him the song on high the virgin sings her lullaby joy joy for Christ is born the babe the son of Mary the Christ the son of God raise and raise raise the song The Virgin sings her lullaby. Joy, joy, for Christ is born. The Babe, the Son of Mary, the Christ, the Son of God. That's one of my favorite. You like that one? one? Yeah. I like it, especially because in that second stanza, it's looking at him in the manger and just being born, but it's got a vision for what's to come when it says, Nails, spear shall shall pierce him through the cross, be born for me for you. So it's not the sentimental sort of baby Jesus sort of thing. It's looking at a full-grown adult Jesus who has a mission He was sent for a reason. And so we've got today as a reading and just a few notes as we go. Right after the birth of Jesus, Mary and Joseph, they present him to the temple. This is according to the custom of Moses the law in the Old Testament to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord. And they bring a pair of turtle doves, which you thought might tie into the 12 days of Christmas, but who knows, probably, or two young pigeons. And um, now here it is. Chapter 2, verse 25. There was a man in Jerusalem. His name was Simeon. And this man was righteous. He was devout. And he was waiting for the consolation of Israel. And I find that just a a very uh, intriguing phrase itself. Do you know where that comes from? Mm-mm. It comes from Isaiah 40, a promise of comfort. Oh, comfort is another way of saying comfort. And he's waiting for the consolation of Israel, and and it's in the Messiah, this anointed one who's going to come. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. And if you read this first bit, Of Luke here about the arrival of Jesus is just saturated with the Holy Spirit, which is all the more remarkable because the Holy Spirit doesn't take a very central role in the Old Testament. But here, the Holy Spirit is all over the place. So here is here is a devout man, Simeon, and the Holy Spirit's upon him. Look at verse 26. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah, his Christ. So there's that Holy Spirit again. The consolation of Israel is not through strictly political means. You don't just change the furniture of of who's in control, other than this central figure, the Christ. And he came in the Spirit. There it is, the Spirit again. Into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus, Yeshua, to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms. You can see this old man raising this baby up in the air. It says, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples a light for revelation to the Gentiles, to those outside of Israel, and for glory to your people Israel. This is called the Song of Simeon. It's brought into regular prayers throughout the history of the church, and we'll sing it at the end tonight, depart in peace. But here's a man who's, who's had... A vision from God. God has spoken to him, said, you will not taste death, you will not see death, until you put your eyes upon this one, this Jesus. That's a great, that is a comfort. He can die in peace now. But the coming of Jesus does not just produce peace, and this is sort of the startling Ambiguity of the coming of Jesus and the very person and presence of Christ in our midst not only in history But also in each of our own lives because with Christ we do receive comfort We do but we also receive some vexation and It's not just us as Andy preached last time We need to make a response to this Jesus the one who comes and His father and mother becomes very personal for them. Verse 33, his father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them. And he said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and the rising of many in Israel. Some fall, some rise. Fortunes change. Things shift. And he's been appointed for a sign that is opposed and parenthetically (laughs) small small side note. Oh yeah, (laughs) parenthetically to this mother who's just had this baby. He's gonna be great. That's basically it. Oh, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also because of the gravity of his mission that will see this son, as the song said, nails, spear, shall pierce him through the cross, be born for me, for you. So that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. Now well, this is the point of the coming of Jesus, is that there is some revelation, some enlightenment about who we are and who God is. It's in the face of Jesus that we can see ourselves and see the very kindness and goodness and salvation of God. I'm not supposed to put you on the spot, but just in case you had anything extra to say, anything spark? Anything? I think just what a gift it is for Simeon to know what he's waiting for and to know that He'll, he'll get to see it. So often we're waiting for things that we don't know if they'll come to fruition in our lifetime. Yeah, and that's got to be through the Spirit. That's how the Spirit is used, through mm-hmm. like a prophetic utterance. But you've got to imagine that he doesn't really know what he's looked like. Let's say there's, you feel a sense of promise or expectation, but he doesn't know the day. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know the person. He will just know it when he sees it. So even there, there's a promise, but there's some deep ambiguity that he's got to wrestle with and wait for. But the waiting ends, and that is our hope. So let us, since it is him, that Jesus has come so that the thoughts from many hearts may be revealed, let us confess ourselves before God. Let's take a pause. Lord, bless you for coming. What child is this who lay to rest on Mary's lap? Isn't sleeping? Angels greet with anthem sweet while shed. Forgive us the many ways that we fall short of your glory and fail to recognize yes, your Christ Son. King, whom guard, and we pray that you receive us haste, haste even in our frailty and our sin and our error. Mary, the Christ, the and we trust that you forgive us in Jesus Christ as we are attached to Him and confess Him as Lord or as our Savior as our companion in Jesus' name the cross be born for me, for you The Son of Mary The Christ, the Son of God Thank you for listening to Table Radio, an extension of the life of the Table Church, a community in Victoria, B.C. Our mission together is to love God, love each other, and to love and bless our neighbors so that we may see Christ revealed in common life. Music for this episode provided by Josh and Katie Bolton. To learn more about our community, please raise, go to Table Church. That's the song on high, the virgin sings her lullaby. Joy, joy, for Christ is born, the babe, the son of Mary, the Christ, the son of God. A song on high, the Virgin sings her lullaby. Joy, joy, for Christ is born, the Babe, the Son of Mary, the Christ, the Son of God.